What? Oh, oh. Shout. One second, please. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to episode 13 of Designated Driver, the podcast about the work and mystique of Adam Driver. I'm Liz. And I'm Aaliyah. And today we're going to talk about the movie Not Waving, But Drowning. Which every time I say it, I say not drowning, but waving. I know. It I get so confused. Be. But I get it because I think when people are drowning, Sometimes people are drowning, but you can't tell because it looks like they're waving. Not drowning, but waving. No, not waving, but drowning. It is not waving, but drowning, though. Yeah, You're but right. if you flip it, it means exactly the same thing. Am I right? No, because then, because if I was a lifeguard yeah. and I saw you waving, I'd be like, oh, my God, she's drowning. And then you'd be like, okay. no, I'm not I was drowning. just waving. Yeah. Instead but of not waving, not waving, but, but you drowning, are drowning, then I'd be the lifeguard and I'd be like, oh, she's just saying hi. But really, you'd be drowning. Right. Uh, the title is based on a poem by, I think it's Sylvie Smith. I, I looked it up and read it. Did you read it? No. It's a nice little poem. Do you want to give a little synopsis? Well, I wondered if you wanted to start with Adam Driver News. Do you have some? Just a little bit. Go for it. One, oh, yeah. he got a shout-out at the Emmys mm-hmm. that John Oliver bit continues. Mm-hmm. And then I watched John Oliver on Sunday, and they showed the Burberry cologne ad nice. as part of the show. I wonder if that's available. The cologne ad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably I, with supply chain I think issues. I'm on a waiting list still, because I think I put okay. myself on a wait. Stay tuned. You'd get an email. Yeah. Now I have to look that up. So that happened... And then I, I I just read the transcript from the Emmys. It's uh, it was something like you know what you did and you know what we want you to do, you giant redwood or something like that. <laughs> Pretty good. Mm-hmm. How did they bring it up? Like why did he get? They just did it as part because John Oliver so won, he won again for like the ninth time. Mm-hmm. And so for the acceptance speech, they just threw that out there. Okay. Yeah, I want to like see it. So to just read about it. But I think there was something else that we talked about that was Adam Driver news. I have to look through my text messages. Right. And then maybe that What was did they it. say on John Oliver last night or two nights ago? I don't remember what the context was. It was something about horses and turning into a horse. Oh, you know what it was? It was a really depressing story about as often happens. I don't know why I watch that on Sunday night before I go to bed because then I always feel bad. Mm. So it was a story about Haitian refugees and the crappy stuff that immigration agents are doing at the border with Mm -hmm. horses and hitting people with horse whips. And then he ripped on this idea of man and horse and then he showed the commercial. Mm -hmm. And he didn't really say much about it. I guess you don't want to make too much light of that uh, serious situation. I think we'll talk about horses again later. Oh, in yeah. This I episode. think we will, too. There's, there's a little I think horse we will too. thing. I keep thinking about my ranking. I want to rank the ones we've done so far. This one would not be at the top for me. Yeah, we'll get into it. Do you want to describe this one? Yes. In some ways, this reminded me of Frances Ha, because I felt like it was a young women, friends, coming-of-age story. Mm-hmm. It starts with, like, a really short story, that I didn't understand why it was there. I didn't understand it either. I do now. It was a, It was just a totally separate short film. Oh, okay. That was before the movie. 
So I think you sh- you need to preface it or something. Just be like a short film. Is it by the same director? The same director. And I watched this movie during the day. And so when there's low light, I can't really see anything except for fingerprints on the screen, you mm-hmm. know, like because it's mm-hmm. not in a dark room. I couldn't see what was happening most of the time. And did you understand there's a little part? It was called The Most Girl Part of Me. Yeah. I think. There was a part where they went to a party. It's like a high school boy and girl or something. And there was a black light. And then somebody said, that's why they don't use black lights in Hollywood. And then they pointed at his chest or something. What was it? Was it semen? Oh, I don't know. It probably, probably. was. Okay, yeah. I didn't follow. I was just too innocent. So when I was a young person... I remember going to a bar with a friend of mine once that had a black light and just being horrified because every little bit of dust looks like you have dandruff, you know? No, I won't go in a black light and like your teeth look insane. Yeah, it's just disgusting. I hate it. It's not good. I don't I don't remember that part at all. I was looking it up in IMDb the whole time because I was like, is this the right movie? I don't understand what this is. It was very confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was this So it's about this girl and her boyfriend, who she calls Big Guy, and his mother has just committed suicide, and he's, like, clearly dealing with it, and he laughs nervously a lot and makes, like, slightly inappropriate jokes a lot, and he, like, uses a needle and thread to sort of tattoo her name on his hand, and she doesn't really know what to make of him, but she has sex with him even though she's not ready for it because she feels like... It'll make him feel loved, like he misses his mother. And then they're about to have sex, and then it ends. So I guess we don't actually know. So we don't know. And that's based on a short story, too, by somebody. If you watch this movie, there is a confusing short film beforehand that's not part of it. So then it says, bah, <laughs> and then... That's French. Thank you. And then it goes to the real movie. And so the real movie, it opens on this pretty blonde woman and she's sitting in a field smoking a cigarette and then she goes to a diner and she calls her friend on a payphone and the friend comes and picks her up as it unwinds we find out they live in this small town in Florida they're both recent college graduates I think and they're old friends and they both live at home and they've made this plan to go to New York for the summer and be young there's another word she says young and alive or young mm. and spirited or something this revolution yeah yeah they're gonna start it. this like youth revolution but then the one girl the brown-haired girl has this kind of crisis because her dad's a cop and it seems like he sees like a really horrible car pile up and it kind of freaks him out it seems like he takes a break from work and like he takes her car away because she's worried she's not safe So anyway, the girl, the brown haired girl feels like she has to stay with her family. So she gets a job at like a nursing home as kind of like an attendant, but she teaches an art class. I had that same job in high school. You did? It was called Activities Aid. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm interested in that. A high school job for me. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that Mm -hmm. and say anything. Also, it reminded me of say anything. Oh, really? Yeah, because remember how Ione Skye's dad owns a nursing home and she's kind of Oh, yeah. I don't remember it. I remember nothing about that movie. I know. I have to see it again. Diane Court. 
So the brown hair girl has to stay. Her name and be... is Sylvia, I think. Okay. Is that right? Is it? I don't know. Okay. Megan? That's the actress's name. Susan? I, I don't know. So brown haired girl is at home. She's in this small town living with her parents. Her dad won't let her drive her car anymore. She has to ride her bike. Then blonde haired girl goes to New York and she stays with like this kind of crappy friend who's like never home. She doesn't have a key. She's always sitting on the street waiting for someone to come home so she can go home, go inside. And then she kind of is flailing around trying to find a job and trying to make friends with people. She sort of makes friends with this neighbor girl who looked like Fiona Apple to me. Mm-hmm. She's sort of mysterious. And then she eventually gets this job working as an office cleaner overnight, which is where we meet Adam Driver, who's her supervisor and hires her. She kind of... I had that job, too, in high school, cleaning what? an office at night. I only did it like one time or two times. It was scary and gross. I believe it. It was, yeah. They actually mentioned that when he hires her, he says they don't usually let me hire women because you're alone at night in an office building. But yeah, me and my friend did it. I don't know how we got hooked up with that. So the blonde girl kind of flails around for a while. Then she kind of seems to get her groove. And at about that time, brown-haired girl's dad seems to get better. He goes back to being to his cop job. And so brown-haired girl takes a train up to New York to see blonde-haired girl, and they meet at Penn, it looks like Penn Station, right? And they have this wonderful time. Brown-haired girl's mom is a travel agent, so they stay at this hotel. But then, should I say what happens? Sure. So then they're just, they have this kind of fantastic day together. They're just sort of lying on the bed in the hotel, and blonde-haired girl's like, you're not going to stay, are you? And brown-haired girl's like, no. And blonde-haired girl is like, I am. And that's kind of the end. I guess I didn't think they were college graduates. I thought they were more like high school blonde-haired girl, which her uh, name, let's just figure this out. The actress's name is Vanessa Ray, and the character's name is Adele. Adele, okay. Adele, and the other one doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. I know. Some interesting things about this internet-wise. Megan Guinan plays Sarah. Oh, Sarah. It's Adele and Sarah. Sarah. So blonde-haired girl is Adele. Brown-haired girl is Sarah. Yeah, they seemed a little younger to me than college graduates. I think they are college graduates. Really? Because I think brown-haired girl... Well, then she got a job at a nursing home. I mean, I wonder what her degree was. But blonde-haired girl, remember... She said she did some college... Yeah, and she wants to be a journalist. Either they're college graduates or they're really close to college graduates. They're very young. Yes. Very fresh-faced. Yes. It came out in 2012, 2013, but I think they shot the movie... 2012. Like four years before that. Yeah. It took the director, who is named Devin Waite four or five years to edit it. When we were watching that interview, she was one who was like, Devin, wait, eat the mic. She kept oh. holding the mic down in <laughs> yeah, her lap. Yeah, they had the mics way down. They yeah. must have told that drives them to me do cra- that. No, people do that. They need someone to tell them to, to put it, on their it up lap. to their mouth. Yeah. Well, I think what's notable about this movie is I think it was Adam Driver's first feature film that he was in. Okay. If that was like 2008... What about when he's the gas station attendant? In what? 
Hoover or whatever, J. Edgar. I don't know. What year is that? It seems like most of his movies are started in like 2012, 2013, 2014. J. Edgar is 2011. So uh-huh. he, so he probably huh. filmed he it before it. he filmed J. Edgar. Yeah. And it was way before Girls that started in 2012. So it seems like this movie comes out at about the same time as all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But if it was filmed four or five years earlier. So I think that's kind of something. Is this Adam Driver's first movie? Someday when we have Adam Driver <laughs> on Designated Driver, we can ask him. Oh, my gosh. It took so long for us to see him that I was worried the whole time that it was a mistake. Because in the beginning, there was the cop who was with the dad. Mm-hmm. And he sort of looked like Adam Driver. And yeah. I was like, did someone think that was Adam Driver? And it's somehow on the internet got on the list of Adam Driver movies. But no, he is in it. And then eventually there's a horse in a scene. Well, I, I skipped like, over that... a key point for Blonde Hair Girl Okay, when you see the horse. So you see the horse. Oh, yeah. I think she's kind of removed herself from herself. Okay. Because she goes out with the mysterious neighbor who looks like Fiona Apple, mm-hmm. who turns out to be kind of an asshole. And her friends are kind of assholes and they're having this fantastic night, but they're clearly taking a lot of drugs and she's clearly confused. And so they go up to this rooftop and she's making out with this guy and he rapes her. It's basically yeah, like a sexual assault date rape and warning. Yeah. Then she's riding home on the subway. Then there's a horse in there. And I guess I blanked out on a lot of things because I was like, how did they get a horse in the subway? And it turned out, I did watch that whole interview, and they revealed it was it was in like a, a museum, a transportation museum. But that was pretty cool. I don't know how old Devin was when she directed this movie, but not very old. She got a horse to go in a subway car. Not to totally skip over the sexual assault part, but I thought it was interesting that she couldn't say it. No one could say the words of what happened totally natural thing to be in denial about it for a long time but it's also just before me too movement and everything she would hint at it like she's like i went through a lot and you could see it was affecting her adam driver tries to date her and she kind of starts crying sort of when she says i, I don't read like it that you. way at all oh you didn't no. what did you how did you read that scene well i think you have to give a little more context adam driver's name is adam and Adele work in this office cleaning, and they're pals. They're good friends. And then Adam tries to take it to the next level, and he, he asks her to go to, like, a birthday party. Then the the bad friend, the girl, gets her to go out with her yucky friends, and Adam Driver's tagging along. And he eventually, he can't take it, and he ditches them. And then she ditches them later, too. And then they went on, like, a day date, she described it as, to Central Park. And his move is, well, he's like, says you're pretty. (laughs) His move is not great. (laughs) His move is like pretending to do CPR. There's like this science thing that if you like blow out all of your breath and somebody else blows your breath in, you can see your chest move. Yeah. Like it's like a science experiment. And so they do that. And then she kisses him. But then she starts acting weird and she has tears in her eyes and she says, I don't like you. And he says, 
what's wrong with you? I think what he meant to say was what's wrong because she was like crying. I thought it was left over from the sexual assault. I did not see that at all. What did you I think saw, it was? I didn't see tears really. Mm. At first, I just saw her having a moment and being like, oh, I don't like you. Like I'm, I thought of it as like a moment where she was realizing what she wanted. Mm. And she liked him, but she didn't want to date him. I thought they were eventually going to end up together. Can I read my favorite? This is my one where I give it a, I give it an extra comb for this. Okay. okay. I wrote it down, but not like in my notes. I just wrote it on a piece of paper. And then I took a piece of pa- I took a picture of the piece of paper. Okay. I love it. There's this little gimmick they have where the two girls keep in touch. They call each other when they're on breaks from work and they give each other sort of the lowdown. So you kind of get to see what they're thinking. And when she starts working in the office, she's telling Sarah about the people that she works with and how she's kind of fascinated with this one person who works late and always seems to be like writing the great American novel. But she's also fascinated with Adam and she says... He's mildly creepy and super dorky, but I kind of love him, mm-hmm. which is like the best description of Adam Driver ever. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Nailed right it. There. During that scene when they did fake CPR, there's a very long close-up of Adam Driver's hair. I know. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> Kind that. of the best hair Pretty good. moment almost in the whole, his whole body of work so far. Because it's right on his, close-up right on his head. You can just really get into his hair for a while you can see how thick it is i still am kind of obsessed with the body hair thing Mm -hmm. and now i can i can picture that french director of annette saying you must shave all the hair you know there was more shorts so i was like is there hair in his legs like it kind of looks maybe like there is a little bit you know what i wasn't looking at that either i've gotten kind of stuck on that i guess in the past couple episodes which is fine. I want to talk about hair all the time. Hair and his head and legs. So that's a really good moment. And he's, I mean, it's a real classic mm-hmm. Adam Driver character. And he does a lot of things he does. Like when he got mad because she wouldn't leave those gross friends who like stole stuff from a bodega. And he was making weird facial expressions and sounds and stuff. That's classic early Adam Driver kind of pent up weird unexpected reactions there's also a cute moment when they're in the office and they're cleaning and she has this obsession with this other person who works in the office so you never see him she it turns out sneaks into his office and uses it to write because she wants to be a journalist and she once hears adam coming and she panics and she hides under the desk and then he kind of knows she's in there and he pokes his head in and he goes, ah, like yeah, that. That was a total mm-hmm. Adam Driver moment to me, too. So it's all there. It's all there. There's the good Adam Driver character. Like Adam Sackler is kind I mean, he's creepier, but he's basically like a mensch. And this one. And then what other movies have we seen where he's like a real mensch, like kind of a dorky? I'm sure we've seen other ones. To me, it was a very recognizable role for him did you watch that whole interview no i just watched the first part well i think it was in the first part they mentioned adam sackler and that he was kind of scary i know i guess he sort of was 
scary. There definitely were wasn't... some scary, like that other lady that he fooled around with where he made her crawl down the floor to him. Do you remember that? When he broke up with Hannah, it was yucky. Do you remember? Okay, so Vanessa Ray plays Adele, and she was also in Francis Ha. I read that the Fiona Apple one was in Francis Ha. And oh, then what? I looked her up. It was her? I looked her up because I really thought like maybe she is Fiona Apple because she really looked like Fiona Apple to me. So her name is Isabel McNally mm-hmm. and she's been dating um, Jonah Hill. But in her little IMDb profile, it says something like, and known for her role in Frances Ha. But then I looked her up in IMDb and it said her role was like random girl number three. Why is that listed among her IMDb roles? Well, this is funny because what I saw was that Vanessa Ray played no, random I'm right. girl number two. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's random girl number one. And Vanessa Ray is random girl number two. <laughs> I remember Vanessa Ray, though. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that sound effect is that giant ruler that hangs from the ceiling. Do you remember the scene where Francis Ha moves in with Adam Driver and the other guy, Benji, mm-hmm. and they have a party or something? And she makes like an omelet. Yeah. The next morning, they're sitting around a table and there was a girl who was talking about another guy that she used to date and Adam Driver pretends to be jealous and she's like what I just met you last night I think that was Vanessa Ray you could be right so those two were both in Francis Ha with Adam Driver so the random girl number one must have just been at but that party too. But then does Frances Ha come out before it's, or it's after? Around the same time like 2012, 2013. Yeah I mean he's pretty busy he works hard. But this one was like this you is know made years yeah. ago Devin doesn't look like she's made any movies since then. And sort of a big deal was made about that she decided, quote unquote, to put the movie out for free on YouTube. Oh. Like she made the movie and then they went to festivals. And to me, it seemed code for like it didn't get picked up by any distributor. And so then she just put it out on YouTube. But people were like, oh, how did you decide to do that? And I didn't know if they were just talking around that that was the only way like they her could disappointment <laughs> they were just being kind but she made a whole movie adam driver's in it there's a horse in it it's about two friends i looked her up maybe there was like a screenwriting credit or something i'm curious about what she's doing now and when her second movie is going to come out will you go to see it if this was a world when i went to see right. movies The point of view of the movie is very, very young, early 20s, and when you get old and jaded, you don't say declarative things like, I think running away from things is overrated. It can seem a little trite to someone who is a lot older, like I am. there is an older person in the movie, and we haven't talked about that person at all. I loved her And she's delightful. Sylvia. She's Magda from Sex and the City. Oh. I know, me too. Oh, yeah, she looks so familiar. She was in the nursing home, so she was an old lady. She's so beautiful, though. Mm -hmm. Her skin is just She's striking, and she wears these gorgeous dressing gowns all the time, and she's got the silver hair of your dreams. That was another sweet friendship. So, But I think if I was 20 or something and saw this movie, I might be really into it. Would you move to New York City? For the summer, (laughs) for the youth revolution. I would have thought of it. I was so scared for her the whole time. And I didn't understand what her parent situation was. Because Sarah's parents seem to be very involved in her life. Mm -hmm. And we never meet 
Adele's parents. We see her little sister. And we see her parents' house, which is much nicer. Very fancy. I know, like, why didn't they give her some money? Like, she was living with these two creeps who didn't even give her a key. And she had a really dirty bathroom. Yeah, really gross. Filthy. I thought it was a good effort. You did? Yeah. So as an art attendant, did uh, Sarah's storyline working in the senior center seem true to life? My job in the nursing home, one part of it was serving coffee. One part of it was playing the piano. Oh. And playing games or something. I don't know if bingo was a game. They would have different activities and also just like to talk to people. And I think maybe manicures were a part of it. Ooh. I mean, it was a good high school job. It was better than I started out working at grocery stores and stuff. And it probably paid like one more dollar an hour than those jobs. And I kind of had to dress up, which is silly. So it seemed like kind of a fancier job. I didn't have to make any art classes. One thing, they did karaoke, or maybe it was just a guy singing. I'm like, oh, karaoke, that would have been fun for the residents. I like the part when she was teaching an art class and the one grumpy guy started painting and then he started painting on the table. Yeah. And she had to tell him to stop and he took a purple paintbrush and just went, uh Right on yeah. like her sternum on her shirt. I thought that, that was, was kind of funny. Yeah, it was a little rough. But she had this like fun friend, Sylvia, who who smoked pot and stuff. So I think they were in a little better shape than in where I worked. There was a range, but there were people who were, had very severe dementia and stuff like that. But see, I think of that as like a high school job. I mean, you, you needed no education or anything to do that job. Anyway, the movie, should we rate it? Yeah, I think we, we decided this is going to be a mini-sode because it's yeah. it's it's a mini-taste of Adam Driver. So if I'm giving yeah. it combs, oh, I always give it three combs, but I'm going to give it three combs for him because I thought he was darling and I wanted to pet his hair and I love the little line about him and I thought that was just a perfect summary of his appeal. And I love that he got to be a mensch, you know, like when the shitty friends steal that stuff he pays the guy at the bodega for them and for the stuff that they steal and it's just a good guy he Cute. was really a good guy in it really lovable i'm gonna give it four combs i want to give it more combs than silence okay yep just based on the inverse of the experience of the director she's so young and she made a whole movie that was mostly pretty good so i think good job Devin and adam and she discovered Adam Driver. I guess you're right. And she does talk in that interview that we watched about how, which I think happens a lot when you see people talking about Adam Driver, where people start the role with one perception of what that character is going to be, and then the character becomes something else because of him. They wondered if he was too attractive. They thought there was no way. You wouldn't like him. And there is no way you wouldn't like him. That no. was not believable. But that's just because Adam Driver is just so likable. He's but he just transcended, darling. you know, whatever the impression they got that maybe he was just kind of a goofy weirdo. So I'm going to go with Four Combs. I'm glad we watched it. I am too. I feel like it was foundational. Yeah, I would agree with that. What are your thoughts on next episode? I feel like I'm ready for Star Wars. Okay, we should dive into it. Or Let's I could, like, jump into marriage. I'm ready for something meaty. You're ready for marriage story. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of love these older indie movies. See, or, like, from 10 years are, ago. They're kind of driving me crazy. Because <laughs> okay, this okay. is my one thing with them, is that they sketch something in the movie, and then they don't tighten it up. You know? Like, yeah. 
the young guy in the cop car with the dad, like, is that his son? Is that her brother? It seems like they know each other, but they just edit out that little moment of exposition where you'd be like, oh, I understand this. Or like, are they graduated from college or are they not graduated from college? I don't know because it's just like an impressionistic portrait of a young woman's friendship and coming of age. I mean, in a way, actually, I thought the sexual assault thing was fine, that they don't really go into this long drawn out explanation of like how it makes her feel or how it impacts her life or Mm -hmm. any of that stuff it's just kind of a sketch of that but then this other part of me is like where are we going with this i want something like concrete maybe if you say a movie is a coming of age story that's kind of a clue that it's not really about anything specific yeah you know it's a slice of life yeah you might (laughs) be right at a young age because coming of age you don't know what you're doing what is it Okay, well, we'll have to think this over. Maybe we should go to maybe Star Wars. Okay. Because I don't feel like I'm ready for a Noah Baumbach again yet. I think I, I agree with you. So are we going to watch one at a time? I think so. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have to. It's going to be so easy because I can just watch them with the girls. I don't I have to, like, try to watch it and make them not come into the room. And this one, like, wasn't even rated. So, I mean, I, you don't know what's going to be in there. Okay. Kylo Ren. I'm ready. It's going to happen. All right. Thanks for listening to this mini-sode, is it? Kind of mini-ish. Yeah. About the movie Not Drowning. Not Waving, but Drowning? Correct. Okay. Check it out. If you're a fan of Adam Driver. He's really cute. Yeah. Shorts. Hair. Messenger backpack. Yes. Crossbody bag. Very good. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.